welcome. Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. This is a late edition because I'm on vacation and nothing was happening this week. So It's been a long week. It has been a long week. So I am Champ Champenstein. I am Heather Hudfield. And we also have just a giant, giant stack of comic books to talk about today. So let's, uh, let's run, roll with it. Let's get into it. Um, this is The Mighty Valkyries. This is issue number two. Um, Jane Foster is having a cute little conversation with the children of Fenris, who claims that, you know, he's not killing gods. He has his own agenda, and he's trying to convince her of what he's actually trying to do. Um, and the other story that's in there that's kind of intertwined, the other Valkyrie, the new one that was introduced in uh, the Empire? Return of the Valkyries? Is that uh, King of Black? King of Black, that's what it was. I was like, I read a lot of Empire recently, so mm-hmm. I couldn't remember like what it was. Yes, King of Black, Return of the Valkyries, the new Valkyrie, Runa, was introduced. And in her part of the story in here, she is trying to save an oracle. Um, I love this. I think this is probably one of my favorite Valkyrie stories that I've read since Jane Foster Valkyrie. Like mm-hmm. a lot of, which I felt like got an end that, I was not ready for because it just kind of stopped suddenly, but I feel like this is a a good little pickup. I feel like this was actually supposed to be what the story, the story was. was. Yeah, supposed to continue as, but it's really good. <laughs> and I can't remember if there's going to be four or five issues for it, but I wish, I already wish that there was more. So that's it. There's a really good introduction of Craven in this also, by the way, who is fantastic. <laughs> Love him. That's all. Uh, all right. I have first this trade that I did not get through. I got through the first first issue. Uh, Jay Gonzo's La Mano del Destino. Just about a luchadora who makes a deal with a promoter. Basically, you know, like a deal with the devil. A Faustian deal with the devil. Oh my god. Uh, so he is out to, like basically fighting each boss until he gets to the final boss. Oh, so it's like a video game. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. That's I mean, really cool. I, the art reminded me, like, when I flipped through it on Tuesday, I was like, damn, this is really cool, yeah, and I feel great. like it should be a video game, but with that art. Yeah, and then in the back, the back manner, matter is, like, the history of, I believe there's, like, Luchadora history stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's, just, like, a bunch of different like setting like yeah talking about like the style that went into the book itself and stuff oh, so cool. yeah it's really cool yeah that sounds really interesting <laughs> so yeah i was really excited about that wasn't sure what to expect but you know just did it anyway uh and then i <laughs> i have this one I'm, it's the how they say it koyakaru the skinner mm-hmm. uh and just a nice little two issues done so just killing Nazi witches. That's that's what we got here. Killing Nazi witches. Love killing Nazi witches. Big lady with big swords. Big sword. Mm. So, you know. The best of both worlds, honestly. Love big swords. Yeah, since we're sipping our coffee right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Alright, so then next uh, we have The Many Deaths of Lila Star. This is issue number two. Uh, death is in Lila's body still she's woken up from her first time dying uh and is talking to um 
cemetery cemetery crow, a funeral crow, uh, <laughs> and just kind of talks about the life of this little boy that Lila's after. This is honestly just a very beautiful, beautiful story, and I do just love like the I know introduction to like uh, like different styles of grieving in different countries mm-hmm. or like different uh why am i blinking on words cultures oh i was gonna say funerals <laughs> that's <laughs> not what you meant yeah, yeah yeah also funerals in different cultures as well and i like that uh i think one of my favorite parts about this is you know she had been death for so long that she didn't really think about the people that were dying but now that she's in this form and she doesn't have the same ability that she did she is humanizing this little child that mm-hmm. is the reason why she is no longer death. Um, which I feel like is very important to the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I do like learning how this boy was like born and like how he was raised and stuff. It's, yeah, and no, she gets to watch it and stuff. And I just, I think it's very fascinating. Yeah, no, it's really the, I don't know, the delve into this book. She's like so good. It's mm-hmm. hard to explain and like why it's so good. It's just like, it hits, like, really great beats, and I don't know, it's just, like, like I said, it reminds me of Day Tripper in a weird way, because I just think it makes you, like, really, like, introspective about life and things that are going on, so you're just, like, you know, like, those two panels I posted the other day, it was mm-hmm. just, like, damn, dude, like, you didn't have to go that hard about, like, how grief works and, like, how memories are just, like, the things that are attached to us, like, it's just, like, that sort of idea was just, like, so strong for me and yeah that was like one of the things where I was like fuck you man yeah and I so another thing that I really like about this obviously is the art but I love the shapes that are in this yeah. like when they first introduced Bard Bardem is that yeah, what his I, name was I feel the person who works on Darius is the kid the mm-hmm. in the yard but when they first introduce him they make him the, I don't know the shape that they have for him is just very intimidating yeah and then as, you know, Darius develops this bond with him, you realize that he's just a sweet, gentle person. Yeah. I, I like that contrast. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. No, looks looks great. Highly, highly recommend. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I have Luna. This is issue number four. This is about our girl that's in a cult that's been banging this uh, false leader. I keep getting all of these Marie Lovett books, like, messed up in my head. They're all mixed up. Um... But basically, she finds out, <clears throat> my gosh, that in another life, she had been the god, this guy. She had been his soulmate, so she's still technically his soulmate. She just doesn't have any of those memories. And she discovers that the leader of this cult, who she is currently banging, um, has him tied up in a cave because he's using his blood for like power and stuff like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, because she's kind of like getting not memories necessarily, but memories of feelings back. And she remembers who this God is. Uh, she discovered, like decides that the only way that she can free him is to get rid of this guy. And in order to do that, she has to kill him in some way. All right. Um, it's very strange because she She's is still wearing socks. Yeah. You don't ever do that. I'm just I mean, but she doesn't no, have socks on her. Yeah. No, no, no. Like real way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sh- the only way that she can do that is by poisoning him, but it, by doing that, she has to poison herself, too, so. Alright. Uh, this issue is actually really cool, because you 
there's like a weird internal struggle struggle that she's having where it's like okay i'm gonna kill myself in order to free this person but now he has to go a certain amount of time without being with him and he's been searching for her for ever ever yeah but she, and she realizes the risks but she's like this is the only way i can get rid of this guy because he's like on guard all the time like all the girls that are in his call with him are would like kill for him in a heartbeat so no choices yeah she would die anyway all right why not do it and make sure that he's actually dead true true that's, that's good i would kill that dude <laughs> <laughs> like that in a heartbeat Okay, I have Ultra Mega. This is issue number three. Uh, wait, wait, let me see the back end. Yeah. That's really good. I like that. It's a little, like, one of the gods. I think its name was Blorp. <laughs> Something like that. It just said, like, one word. Boosh. Boosh? Boosh. Yeah, Boosh. Okay. Uh, it, there's a gladi- gladiators. Gladiators, humans versus kaiju. The humans are dressed up as kaiju, like the ultra mega, I guess, rather. Sorry. Uh, it's weird. It's a little a little weird book. I, I still really enjoy it. It's, like, hard to explain, though, at the same time, because it is, like, the story's developing, but it's, like, kind of slow at the same time. It's, like, there's people who worship the kaiju. The kaiju aren't big anymore. They're small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's, there's a lot. But there's a lot of, you know, time to do it, like, since these all these issues are bigger. Right. But it looks great. Yeah, no, it looks really cool. I do just shut my brain off, and I'm just like, monsters. Monsters. Dang. Humans will worship anything. <laughs> it's absolutely <Yeah>. true. <laughs> there's no limit to what these humans won't worship. I, yeah. I've watched a lot of cult documents. Uh, speaking yeah of. right in the same alleyway of that uh we only find them when they're dead this is issue number six this is uh back from a little break second part of the story and honestly i was wondering what they were going to do yeah no and i, and was... I really liked how they did this because they do a little you jump to the future a little bit i and, absolutely loved this one uh and you know, it's it's really hard to describe the story, so... Yeah, you're introduced to a whole new set of mm-hmm. characters. The original group that was in the, the first story arc, they... It doesn't follow them anymore, obviously. There's only one of them that you still kind of know, like, what's going on yeah. with them. And that is explained in here, because in the last story arc, it was... You didn't know. Yeah, you, you didn't just know. kind of like, well... <laughs> yes. Um, and this kind of explains how the gods came to be gods in a sense yeah i guess um it's strange it is so it's very strange but like it's it's very very good i don't even know how to like explain it to make people want to read it but it's like it's good (laughs) it is really good i think it's like a combination of the art and the story like i think if one or the other was a little less than what it is Mm -hmm. i don't think the story would like i don't think it would be as good but the combination of all of the things like yeah the art the the colors the story itself is just like very intriguing and it is like once again just like really heady sci-fi stuff so it Mm -hmm. can be like i think hard to get into but it I don't know. They make it a little fun at the same time. It's uh, definitely worth checking out, especially if you're into, like, sci-fi. That kind of, like, any kind of sci-fi, to be honest. Like, I am not a fan of space stories. 
not because I don't think they're good, but space really freaks me out. So I've just never, never been into it because I don't need more reasons to be scared of space. Um, but I would definitely recommend that one because I'm scared of everything and I love that book. That's a good phobia. Phobia talk. Yeah. No, I'm, I should be more scared of the ocean to be completely honest, but. Ocean is terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. There's, like, but I never have that. to worry about seeing it. Like <laughs> I have a telescope. I see space every single night. <laughs> well, I mean, space can just like easily kill us too. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. The ocean's like, you know, none of those deep sea creatures are just going to like walk out of the ocean and like. Not yet. <laughs> Evolution is still uh, in progress. Fuck. No! If I see one of those deep sea creatures, like, walking around, fuck it. I'm killing myself. I don't care. One of those... <laughs> I, you get a gun, we'll shoot each other yeah, in the face. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. One, two, three. Um, that weird squid that I have shown you that video of that one day. If I ever see that thing floating anywhere not near the ocean, it's over for me, dog. I'm not, de- I'm not dealing with it. What is it called? Like, a fin? squid or like a box squid or something something that doesn't have anything to do with how scary that thing is i just call it oh holy shit yeah because it is it's like 40 feet long and it just has like this head and then like long i that is how we know god is not real god would never make that creature might have been an accident (laughs) accidents happen okay yeah okay we're not having dad talks this week um, I'm gonna talk about this one. This is Nottingham. This is issue number three. Nottingham. Greasy fingers all they I I don't know who decides what the covers are, but whoever decided to make glossy black covers needs to stop. It's not good for me. Anyway, Sheriff here is trying to find a guy who had escaped. Um the narration of this book is a letter that the guy is writing. It's uh pretty messed up. It's like in a sad way. Um, it goes, he is led to a church where one of the guys comes out and our sheriff here knows who he is. So you get a little bit of his backstory as to like how he came to be where he is. It's very interesting, very sad. Um, but they're no closer to finding the red man. I can't remember what his name is. I was going to say the red thing. No, is that what, because they have a certain name for him. I I just can't remember what it is now. Um, but anyway, fantastic. Like, I don't know what I was expecting from this book, but it is <laughs> equal parts, like, silly and kind of, like, heavy at the same time. All right. So. Yeah, no, I like those first two issues quite a bit, so. Yeah, this one is that. more serious than the last issue, for sure. Okay. Um, but it still has, like, there are still certain parts in it where it's like, <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Uh, okay, so I have Home. This is issue number two. Um, our young boy has been, has escaped the ice camp. The problem is his mother is still there. He can't get a hold of her. Um, and this is him trying to go and find his aunt and also kind of figure out, like, what's happening to him since he kind of just, like, exploded. Oh, yeah, his powers. Yeah, he just, like, got powers all of a sudden. Right. And he can, like, run real fast, so... It's a it's an interesting book. I'm like I really I really enjoyed these two, so I'm I'm interested to see like how the story decides to unfold itself. Mm-hmm. I need to read that one because I feel like it, I don't know. It's like I enjoy it quite a bit because I think it takes itself seriously, but at the same time, like the tone could just be really off putting. I think. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. 
That's all I have to say. It's a good book. I think it's worth checking out. Okay. Uh, okay. I got this. Okay, we, we're doing it. This is Change to the Grave. This is issue number three. Heather and I... Three? I said two. It's number three. Uh, oh, yeah. I kind of remember what happens to the... Basically, they just, like, are running amok. Yeah, a lot of, like, weird uh, stuff is happening in here. The, the main guy who was brought back from the dead, he's still kind of, like, trying to run from the guy who is hunting him. Um... They can't seem to stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a... It's just like a nice little Western... Like if a Western mixed with ska music. Yeah, a cute little (laughs) rockabilly Western. (laughs) It's very strange. There's there's a lot of dead dead stuff in here. Yeah, and and alligators and... Yeah. it's, uh, It's really fun. Like, the colors are gorgeous. Like, it's a... The art is great. It's a just a great looking book. Yeah, it's a. It definitely doesn't take itself seriously, which I think is the reason. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I keep reading it because I, I honestly just don't really have any idea like what's going on other than the main stuff. Like they're trying to get away, but there's like there's so many different characters in there that like. No thoughts, only comic book. There's there's no real, like, solidity when it comes to these, like, other characters. Like, you have your main group, who I obviously know who they are, and then, like, the bad guy. But then there's other characters who have been introduced, mm-hmm. but, like, vaguely. So then when it goes back to it, I'm just like, I don't remember who that person is. And then I have to finish reading it before yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's right, that's who they were. So it's, like, it's it's not bad by all means it's like it's a very interesting read i'm just like i can't follow it very well yeah i think for i think for me it's like i just i usually get on weeks where i also have like 20 other books like this so like that could be i just read it and then i'm like all right on to my next book and just like black it out yeah as i'm looking back i'm like oh yeah i know for sure remember what happened and then i remembered specifically because the colors are like one of the main things of this and it just like looks like the last few pages like we're missing colors? Yeah, that's... I was thinking that same thing. Like, it looks like they just forgot to color them. Because it's, like, everything else, like, fits the tone, like, so then, like, all the backgrounds and stuff are done. But, yeah, like, I don't know. And I didn't I, know... I didn't, I didn't mind it. I was, like, but I don't know if this was supposed to happen or if it was, like, is this because, like, they're in the desert? Like... Right. Like, I thought there was maybe something else that was going on. Like, m- maybe there's... I don't know. Someone else is seeing them that way and, like... I don't know. See, that's what I mean. Like, there's just a lot of things that yeah. I'm just like, I don't understand what's happening. I don't get it. You should read it, though. <laughs> yeah, please do. Okay, I have, um, I'm going to say it the way I want to say it, because Derek said that's not how you pronounce that, and I was like, I don't fucking care. The Chimerian, um, Iron Shadows in the Moon, um, Conan, and this other, this girl that he's, Olivia. Um, Conan, some, and, Conan Olivia. and some babe. Pretty much, yeah. Um, they are kind of hiding out from the people who she is running from, and, um, there was no banging in that. I was, these titties. I don't know. I was very put off by that cover. They could have chosen a different one for the A cover, and I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Because there is no banging in this one. I was, like, waiting for it, but there wasn't any. Um, anyway, they're still hiding. Um, she's sensing some really bad things that are happening, and they kind of run into a group of bad boys, and Conan ends up getting taken away. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? It's what a... I, abs- I really like these stories, and I couldn't tell you exactly why. There's just... There's something about them where I'm just like, I'm very entertained by them. 
Um, I mean, the I, art's good. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I really, really enjoy the art. I think the art is one of the main things I like about it. Plus, I like how, like, I guess, gruff Conan is, especially when it comes yeah. to, like, other people, because she's, like, scared all the time, and she's, like, crying, like, oh, no, we're going to do it. And he's like, we'll be fine. Just, like, follow me. I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, it's very, I don't know, very interesting to me, but it leaves with him being taken away, and now she's alone, so I assume she's going to try to find a way to save him. Um, the story itself, Shadows in the Moonlight, this is the, the part of the actual book that this issue was based off of. It's from 1934. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I loved reading it. I, it was very fun, so I don't know. I'm going to keep getting these just because I do enjoy them yeah. quite a bit. Uh, again, there was no banging in it, but whatever. I'll get over it. All right. <laughs> so I have issue number 30 of Daredevil, and Elektra's just being Daredevil. That's, you know, but cooler, which is awesome. That's all I got to say about that. Like, mm -hmm. art in this book is incredible. Like, art and color is incredible. Like, the story is so interesting. Like, I don't really delve deep into it because like I'm at this point 30 issues in and I don't really want to ruin any aspect of it but it's like I've read a few Daredevil stories but this is like so far up there and you know I haven't read Daredevil in such a long time even though it's a character I do enjoy but like this I'm so glad I got this because it has been just like super super great I'm kind of scared I'm just scared we um <laughs> I'm scared because I, I feel like something bad's going to happen, so... Well, it always does. Yeah, of um, course, yes. So, a, a guy yesterday had bought a bunch of chip books. Like, tons. Like, it, it seemed like as many as he could find. He was just, like, buying them. And, like, it was so busy, but I was, like, so close to being like, oh, yeah, that's my best friend. <laughs> did you did you listen to our videos? Is that why you're doing all I was literally books? going to promote us, too, but I was it was just so busy at the time. We'll that have I, like, to just get, like, you know, the only interview we ever did <laughs> like little cards like here mm -hmm. the one interview you'll have to go through our youtube you'll have to watch 60 videos of us we interviewed chip and now we're best friends <laughs> okay so next oh, i was uh, like wait do you have this book yeah we, <laughs> we have different covers <laughs> we both have i walk with monsters uh, this is the last issue um JC in the last issue was unable to get her revenge. Um, cops are after them, so David kind of volunteers himself to help out with his monster powers. Yeah, I don't like. I like this story, but I just something was very lackluster about like the whole ending and like. Kind I felt of, like it should have been more. Yeah, it either should have been more or should have been less. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it could have been, like, three issues. I, um... Or four. And, like, still built the, like, foundations that they built. I don't know. Maybe I'll just go back and read the six issues and see. Like, I like I said, I enjoyed it, but there was something that was, like, kind of lackluster about it. No, I, I agree. And I, t the only thing that I don't really have an, any complaint about is their relationship and the mm -hmm. way it was built. I thought that was done very organically. Um, and I just, I don't know, you know, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. And yeah. I just, I thought that part was really good. But yeah, when it came to defeating that guy, I was just like, they didn't do what I wanted them to do, what I thought would have been satisfying. Mm -hmm. And so that was where it kind of like felt off to me, where I was like, well... This was a bad man 
who did terrible things to children, that's not the ending that he should have gotten. Yeah, well, and I think, it's kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't, like, cheesy is not the best word, but that's, like, all I can think of. Yeah, no, that's accurate. It's just, like, I know what you're going for here, and... (laughs) Did you need to? No, but again, it just wasn't what I felt like he should have had. Yeah. it's It was very uh, unsatisfying. Because I love good revenge stories, too, and that just wasn't it. No. I would not have been satisfied if I was JC. I would have been like, no, that's not enough. <laughs> that's way not enough. We gotta throw him in the water. <laughs> um, okay, so I have Nomen Omen. This is issue number 15. This is the last one of this series. Um... Becky is trying to defeat the badness that's that has taken over uh, Manhattan. But there's there's so many moving pieces to this, and I knew they weren't going to be able to tie it all up, and they didn't necessarily. Um, several of her friends end up like dying because she's kind of losing control. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that, there's going to be a whole new series. Like, this is it for this story. Okay. Like, this story is done. But if you want more about, like, this world that Tyrannus, the, the evil king or whatever, if you want more of that world, Arcadia, there's going to be a whole new series called Arcadia that okay. is going to be coming out. Yeah, which I'm actually I'm pretty excited about because that was one thing that I felt like wasn't explained enough in this story. Um, but there's, yeah... There's a lot of things about this that I really, really enjoyed, but the one thing that I think I like the most is the the king is kind of watching all of this happening, and Becky, who started out as this, like, good person who is there to only save how she's turning into the villain herself mm-hmm. because she's just losing control of her power, and... I don't know. I just thought that was really cool because the entire time you're like rooting for her to defeat it, but then when she finally does, it's like she can't stop. Yeah, and then you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, and she is the reason why her friends are dead. And like that was the whole reason why she was on this mission to begin. Girl boss too hard. Yeah, absolutely. She it got too in her head about it and was like, and now I'm all powerful. I can do whatever I want. And I think that's a, a good backstory to how all villains are so i i don't know i thought that part was really interesting because by the end of this i felt bad for the king because of everything because he was just doing what he thought was right by his people but he didn't kill his friends to get there and like all that kind of stuff so i don't know i love this story i thought it was really really good um and i'm definitely going to be reading arcadia because it's going to be the same team yeah i know that sounds i I know you really like that yeah i i am pleased and also um kind of bummed out yeah that that was becky's end yeah yeah i get that i was not expecting it because i like it was so final in this issue and once i had read that i was like oh yeah this was happening to her this entire time mm-hmm. she's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think sometimes when you're like caught up in a story too it's hard to like see those little aspects like being thrown in especially yeah. when you're like yeah rooting for the character so hard because you're like yeah i love you you're doing best. Like, I would do the same thing. And then you're like, oh, no, fuck, no. Yeah, no, that's just good writing. Because yeah. I was there with her. I was along for the ride. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> it happens to us all. I know. It's just good. <laughs> all right. Uh, I have Stray Dogs. This is issue number four. Uh, this book's wonderful. It's fucking great. Just dogs trying to figure out if the person who owns them is a murderer. 
It's a, you really think this would be hard to pull off, but it's great. I love it so much. Like, I love the conversations between the dogs. Like, I love how, like, everything's unfolding with them figuring out, like, because the guy who has them now, like, has stuff, part, like, stuff of their owners. So, like, you know, them, like, sniffing them or seeing pictures of them. Like, and then, yeah, just them figuring out that, like, this dude is bad and, like, now at this point trying to figure out how to escape and it's just like it's fucking dogs dude yeah it's just it's dogs but it's just like i love it i love it it's like it's good it's a good book it's gorgeous it's fun um it's also just like a you know a good little little horror story like good Mm -hmm. little murder mystery not really mystery but because you know yeah because dogs don't though yeah dogs don't yeah they really don't they don't (laughs) Uh, Alright, so I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. And this is Stillwater. This is issue number seven. Also back from a little, little break. A Start, little tiny one. Starting the sto- new story arc. And don't trust somebody in the military. Yeah, no, that's that's the basis of it. Um, and for <laughs> once, you know, like, maybe you should trust the kids. Yeah, I am so excited for this, like, Ewok village situation that they have set up. But I'm <laughs> glad that you said that because I was like... I don't know. I don't think I would ever trust a child taking me to a treehouse filled with other children. But then I was like, it's that or the military. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, like, these children are, you know, like, eternal, so. Mm-hmm. I, I am eternal. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah. yeah, this is great. I mean, when the story arc ended, that first story arc, I, I was still a little bit on the fence. I do like how this kind of, like, kicked on the wheels a little bit. Yeah, because you know what's going on now in town. Like, you know the secrets, you know, like, who everyone is. So it's like, now let's get into it. Can I show you my favorite panel? Yes, you may. (laughs) Good, yes. I know, it just looks like a a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was really good. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, just also, once again, good little horror story. Like, town doesn't die. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of uh, Buried Alive, I believe is the book, or Dead and or Dead and Buried is the movie I'm thinking of. I'm pretty sure. It Which is. one is that? No, I can't even remember what it's about. <laughs> you sleepy man. Let's look it up. Yes, have you seen? Is it that cemetery one? Oh no, I have not seen that one. But you were telling me about it. Was it yeah. last year when yeah, we were yeah. doing that? Yeah, I would say I think I, yeah, because that's when I. I read it, like, after issue, or watched it after issue, like, four or something, but mm-hmm. a sheriff and his wife realized the town coroner has been creating an army of rural zombies, <laughs> so, like, people keep, like, disappearing, and, like, I don't know, it just seems Very like good. a same, same but different situation. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, I'm stupid, go ahead. Okay, I have Jim Henson's The Storyteller's storyteller tricksters this is issue number three of four this is about a fox named renald i believe i don't know why i looked at you i was like i I didn't read that book um basically he's just a lazy fox who does whatever he wants um one person that he knows within the town that he's at is a goose who works hard for everything that they get um this story of him yeah this story of him being a trickster is how he convinces people in the town to give him food, give him money for all these things that aren't what he says they are. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a very interesting story because this goose does everything 
and is like very independent and does things for themselves and tries to take down Renault and is like everyone turns against him. Oh. Yeah. But like the art is really cool in here. So it looks like really great. Yeah. I don't know. This story, I, I really like this series so far, and I think this story out of all of them is my favorite, because there's no, like, real ending to it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of open-ended. You get to decide, like, right. what happens yeah. to Renald, but it's so good. <laughs> Alright, I know I have Jonah and the Impossible Monsters. This is issue number three. Jo- Jonah and her sister... I can't remember her sister's name, so that's fine. Uh... <laughs> are um, kind of traveling along, just like trying to find people, I suppose, and like a place to stay. And they happen upon some people, and Jonah's like, I have fought monsters. And everyone's like, no. (laughs) No, no. No. But uh, I don't know, cute little book. I still really like it. Yeah. It's fun. Like, it's just, just fun. Like, that's really it from like, you know, a kid's book like stands I'm like also afraid like somehow it's gonna be like mean and like break my heart. Yeah. But at the same time I'm like, this is for like children, so hopefully they don't like try to wreck a kid's life. I don't know. Did you ever watch over the garden wall? I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I had a whole conversation about like also things I watched as a child that like like Brave Little Toaster. Mm-hmm. Like that movie just like I watched it as a adult bald, bald my eyes out. Yeah, like, no, I did one time too and it Land Before Time. Oh like on. After this room I made to show you a video because it straight up like made me sob as I was watching it. I was like they just yeah. They just try to ruin our lives mm-hmm. from the get go and we love it. And this then is why as, we're all depressed. And then we get like as adults and just like, oh no, my heart has been pulled out by a children's film. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yes, I am ready. Alright, this is Orcs. This Orcs. 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 This is issue number four. Orcs are, uh... Teaming up with the gnomes. Yes. Is it, is it the gnomes? Or the dwarves? Dwarves. Dwarves. But they also need to be put on a little mission, but they're out of town. Mm-hmm. Doing stuff, so... I, this book's fun too. Fun I love this. I just like I love watching them go on their little adventures, and do their things. I also just like I love the party scene here. Yeah, no, the king is such a turd. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just I really it's really fun. This was one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> that isn't a witch, you ding dong. She's just old. <laughs> She's over there partying real hard. I love it. Uh, okay, I guess I have one more book. Mm-hmm. Heather has nothing. I'm done. Um, I have fan, fan, Fantastic Four Life Story. This is issue number one. This is the 1960s. This kind of just goes over like how they get their powers. And it's like, you know, obviously does it in a, a different way. But just like nice little fun. Kind of like the Spider-Man life story thing. Same sort of deal. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I heard it was very, very good. Yeah. Um, the art's, like, wonderful. I just, I like the story that they, like, the way they started telling the story, so. <laughs> I, I don't really know, I think, enough about the Fantastic Four to be like, no, that didn't, that's not the way that happened. Right. But maybe. Um, I know D at work. I've been name dropping a lot, so I'm just D, gonna, like. D, as, like, you didn't stream Derek earlier. <laughs> Um, he said that that was quite enjoyable, and you know how he is with certain comics. Yeah, um, yeah No, he said. said it was, uh, delightful, I think is what he said. Okay, we don't use that word. Yeah. 
Mm, it was weird. Um, oh, you want to do? How do you want to do this? What do you got? We do Wolverine first. Oh, I was like, oh, I just had this two cover. Yeah, so I was I like, how the yeah, yeah. fuck? Okay, <laughs> this is Wolverine. This is issue number twelve. Yes, twelve. Yeah. Um, Wolverine is you know fighting vampires and stuff, and Omega Reds like, let's do this together. I don't. We don't trust each other. We don't like each other. But there's more to it than yeah, this. Yeah, we gotta do it. Do more. I like. I liked it. Yeah, no, I like it just fine. I loved. Um, the X of Swords crossover mm-hmm. type thing that's in here. I'm excited for that. I thought that was really cool. Because um, I wasn't really expecting it. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like it kind of came out of nowhere, but was also like, oh, this makes sense. Like, I, yeah. I get why they're doing that. So, classic Wolfie. All right. <clears throat> Lastly, we have Way of X. This is issue number two. Why are they why was I confused about that? I don't know. Um, I'm just going to show you this Christian Ward cover of you know kurt just hanging out in his bed shirtless we love to see it uh so this is great yeah i know this issue was so good i i really like i enjoy this take on legion i enjoy or this take on legion i enjoy legion yeah yeah uh i just i also just love like how he's challenging kurt too to like think more like he really like I don't know, trusts Kurt and is, like, also just wants him to, like, be introspective about the things that are going on on around him as well. Because I, I don't know. I think the reason why is because he's the only one that kind of questions everything that's mm-hmm. going on. Like, he doesn't just go with it. Um, he's, he sees it for more than it is, which, I don't know. I, I love him so much. I just have a, a weird admiration for him just because of who he is. Yeah. Like, as a, as a mutant um he's just fantastic i i love this scene especially too yeah it just sucks that he can't like connect with this person who really like wants to like connect with him yeah he truly does want to help them but he just things keep happening this one i i thought was really cool because of the urgency that he's going at things Mm -hmm. like he's running from one point to another like come on we gotta go we gotta go but he can't like explain exactly what's going on i thought that was pretty funny yeah, I, I like the, I don't know, I just like this book a lot. I don't think it's, like, necessary to know a lot about, like, the world and, like, you're really, it's, like, makes it really easy yeah, to Yeah, no, not at all. At all. If you just have, like, a, a basic idea of, like, who the characters are, mm-hmm. then, like, I feel like you'll be able to do it. Well, and, yeah, and just, like, kind of, even just, like, that basic idea of, like, what the X-Men are right at this moment, too. Like, you don't have to go back and read House and Powers to understand this necessarily as right. long as you have, like, that kind of outline of what's going on. Oh, I mean, I think, like, any X-Men thing, there's just, like, so much X-Men lore and so much, like, character development throughout time. Sometimes it's hard to come out an X-Book and be like, I know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's sometimes just like, Ugh. There's just so much to yeah. it. There's there's so many different versions of it. And so, I don't know. It's This book is fairly easy to understand, comprehend, like, what's going on and stuff. It's just a really good Kurt story. But yeah. it's more than that, too. It's, like... Because it affects all of them, yeah. obviously, but... You know. Well, and it's, like, about what the mutants are yeah. right now and, like, who 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 they are as, like, what they think about life and death and, like, that sort of thing, which right. is, like, interesting, yeah. It's uh, the real questions of life, which <laughs> Kurt always has. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't have anything else, do you? No, I don't. Um, actually, so I did read um, Phantom of the Scan... I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's the Colin Bunn book. I read the first two issues. The second one had come out this week. 
Uh, it's just about a group of psychics who are being hunted down. They don't know each other originally, but uh, the main character in the book, he has been speaking to, like, he has someone in his head that mm-hmm. he's been speaking to who tells him, like, what he's supposed to do and stuff. Um, so he gets together the, the group of psychics because they need to figure out who is hunting them or what is hunting them and what they can do to protect themselves. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Right. I just, I had read the first one just randomly because I had flipped through the one that we had got this week and the art was really cool for it. Like it was really dark and like troubling. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I uh, but the story ended up being really cool because yeah, they're psychics and it's been like done before and stuff. But like the fact that the main character, the thing that he talks to is his dead son is like, I thought it was a very interesting yeah. take. So Phantom of the Scan is what it was <laughs> called. All right. I guess that's all. Cause I didn't read anything else this that's week. All. Okay, so, uh, you know, take care of yourselves, support your library, support your friends. Thank you. Uh, you know, we're getting close to the gay month, so go find a gay person, kiss them on the lips, also give them money. Ask first, though. Yeah. Please make sure it's okay before you just start go kissing gay people. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, make sure they're vaccinated, you're vaccinated, that yes. whole, that whole deal. Yes. Uh, anyway, just, just, you know. Uh, uh watch Army of the Dead on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. And then just shut off your brain and watch it. Uh, yeah. Also watch Lil Nas on SNL because that was a real, that was real cute. Yeah. I loved it when he ripped his pants. Yeah, that little beautiful face, little face he made. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're Lil Nas stands here clearly, uh, and we're forty, almost forty years old. That's a joke too. Um, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, slowly but surely. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> it was a joke because I still feel twenty-two. We're as old as our brains think we are. Okay, for real though, we love you. Goodbye. We'll see you on the flippity flip.